Happy Halloween, kids. It's October the 26th, 2018, and it is Halloween time in Los Angeles, West Hollywood, and all over the world. And what's so important about that? Well, if you didn't get the memo, this is a mandatory, obligatory day of obligation for LGBT people everywhere, man. This is our holiday, Halloween, the gayest holiday of the year is upon us. And why Why do I say that? Do you really need convincing? Okay, first of all, is it fun to play dress up? Of course it is. I mean, who isn't already excited about how little clothes or what kind of clothes you're going to wear on Halloween night and maybe tonight at Halloweeny downtown Los Angeles later this evening? Who isn't excited about that? But did you ever stop to think about the history of Halloween and how we got here? Because you know what, gang? Those witches that got burned at the stake, those warlocks that got burned at the stake, who do you think they were? Medieval Europe, homosexuality, intolerable, punishable by death, the penalty being burned at the stake. Who do you think medieval Europeans were burning at the stake back in the years 13, 1400? Yeah, that would be you and me, man. That would be you and me, and those ghosts and spirits of those original Halloween times. Well, tonight, we lift the veil between the living and the dead, and we recapture our history, and we take this holiday, and we claim it as our own, from Greenwich Village to New Orleans to the Castro to West Hollywood. This is our holiday, America, and we invite you to participate in it, but don't forget it's our holiday. Yes, we have a great time New Year's Eve. Yes, we celebrate Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Gay Pride Month in June. But Halloween is all ours, baby. This is our event. And I've got a special Halloween show for you today. We're going to have a great time because my very first guest today, Trevor Hansen, Trevor Hansen a gay psychic medium, is going to talk about the craft of being a medium lifting the veil, divination, talking to those from the beyond. And if you're a skeptic, as I tend to be skeptical about everything, well, you're in for a treat listening to Trevor Hansen. And after Trevor, got two lesbian women, probably the closest thing to lesbian witches, in a good way, in Los Angeles. Why? Because they have occult stores all over the city that they own and operate. Everything from tea leaf reading to tarot cards to crystals, anything to access the spirit world, and yes, lesbian on top of it. We're going to have them here as the second part of our show. And then in the second segment, we are welcoming Fred and Jason for their 13th annual Halloweeny, one of the largest charitable events for the LGBT community every year, raising money for charity. And they have already pre-sold, what did Fred tell me? Almost 2,000 tickets for the party tonight. Yep. 2,000 homosexuals in downtown Los Angeles raising money for charity. I expect to see Stormy Daniels everywhere. I expect to see Donald Trump parody everywhere. I expect to see sexual vampires and half-dressed gladiators. That's my costume. And everything else under the sun tonight at Halloweeny. And finally, our last guest on the show today, Tyler Cassidy. 
Tyler is the owner and operator of Hollywood Forever Cemetery on Santa Monica Boulevard. He and his family own cemeteries all over the country. And he and his family were the inspiration for the television show Six Feet Under. Remember the gay character in Six Feet Under? Yeah, that would be Tyler Cassidy, who is my guest on the show today. Tyler, uh, of course, taking uh, Hollywood Forever Cemetery, completely repositioning and rebooting it and making it a place where people gather from all over the City of Angels, including the Day of the Dead festivities all weekend in the Latino culture. Uh, we are all going to be about lifting the veil because this is our holiday. This is our uh, day. Uh, uh, the dressing up and pretending to be something you're not well, who knows that better than LGBT people? We have completely mastered the art of pretending to be something other than we are. When we're children being bullied on the playgrounds and we have to pretend to be straight, pretend to fit in, pretend to figure out a way to avoid the bullies. Oh, man, we start pretending as children. We start dressing up as children. And only later... When we come out, whether as an adolescent or a young adult or even a senior, when we come out, we reclaim our identity. I always identified with the villains in the Disney stories. You can keep your Disney princesses, man. I'm all about Ursula and Maleficent and the Wicked Witch. They were the interesting characters. Jafar, come on. All those Disney villains and villainesses often to me, look like LGBT people. Why? Because they're different, they're creative, they're smart, and we always give the uh, protagonist a really hard time. But you know what? That is our role. We are here to haunt Donald Trump because we are 10 days out from the election, Donald, and we are coming for you. You came after our trans people. You came after our gay partners in Election Day. We'll be doing an Election Day show next Friday. I hope you'll tune in next Friday as we focus on the elections. Because here at Out Now Radio, not only are we broadcasting in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Sacramento, but we are going to be expanding to Palm Springs. That's right. That's where all the old gays go to die. This old elephant, I'll end up in Palm Springs someday. But we will be broadcasting in Palm Springs starting next Friday and having some special attention and love paid to the city in the desert. So that's our show for the day, gang. It's going to be all about Halloween, scaring up the spirits, lifting the veil between light and dark, between the living and the dead, reclaiming the holiday as our own, remembering how homosexuality was persecuted in medieval Europe, how those that were different were always treated with hostility and anger and violence. And on Halloween night, we reclaim those identities and we stand proud and firmed. And we are out there and we're gonna be on Santa Monica Boulevard on Halloween night, celebrating our diverse culture and the contribution we make. And Halloween in West Hollywood, the largest carnival in the world Sheriffs, Los Angeles County Sheriffs are reporting they expect 400,000 people to grace the city of West Hollywood on Halloween night. So that's our lineup for the day. You're listening to Out Now Radio on your HD radio and radio.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are we live? We're back. Okay. I thought we were bringing tubular bells back. My bad. My bad. Uh, we are back. You're listening to Out Now Radio on your HD radio and radio.com. Broadcasting Los Angeles, San Francisco, Vegas, Phoenix, and Sacramento today. And kids, I promised you we were going to lift the veil. And we are going to talk into the spiritual realm. And our very first guest is the delightful and beautiful Trevor Hansen, who's seated. Oh, there, there's the tubular bells. You see now, Trevor probably could have told me as a psychic medium <laughs> it was going to happen eventually. <laughs> eventually, right. <laughs> Trevor, welcome to Sidebar with John Duran. Tell, tell us a bit about psychic medium. What does that mean? Um, well, a psychic medium is uh, someone who communicates with the other side. Um, basically, what we do is we take uh, information that is it comes in different forms, um, whether that's uh, images or uh, voices that we hear or physical sensations that we get, and it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. Um, we put the pieces together with you, with, with the sitter, and... Uh, to deliver a message. Ultimately, the idea is healing, um, healing from grief or uh, hardship in life. A lot of times, uh, spiritual messages center around dealing with some sort of grief or loss. So looking historically at how this ha- happens, I think maybe the biggest myths are about somebody who gazes in a crystal ball mm-hmm. or maybe reads tea leaves or reads tarot cards or uses a tool. Right. Is that is that uh, what we're talking about or is it beyond all that? Or is that just myth? Those are those are all different forms. Uh I mean ultimately what it comes down to if a true spiritualist understands that anything has meaning that you assign to it. So if if you were to use tea leaves or tarot cards or a crystal ball, you're going to be communicated spiritual information via that medium regardless of what it is. Um it's just about developing the practice and the tool and and learning to use it for you. Uh it's it's if you were to have, say, an app on your phone that gave you a daily tarot card or a horoscope, it's the same. It's ultimately the same thing. What you're doing is you're assigning that meaning and that intention um, to the spiritual realm to give you guidance in that in that way. All does right. that make sense? It does make sense. So I want to tell the listeners who are listening. So I'm sitting here talking to Trevor Hansen. If you were in the studio, you'd see this gorgeous, hunky, muscular <laughs> guy. You'd probably do two looks Stop. at him, Santa Monica Boulevard. <laughs> And I know some of your history. You were raised in a very conservative, orthodox, Mormon background, yes. right? Yes. So tell me about the transition of how you go from being the gay Mormon boy to spiritualist and divinist. Well, I mean, to be honest, um, my Mormon upbringing has actually played into my my current spiritual understanding. I think it's kind of any, any religion really... Uh, Kind of has a gives you a foundation of which to understand the way you know spiritual laws or or principles work. Um, now uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm kind of in this place now where I'm I'm finding uh, how to blend my old belief systems with my new belief systems. Um, whereas before, uh, being raised in the church and and, and the uh, disagreement on the LG, LGBT issue. Um, create some inner conflict, obviously. However, ultimately, uh, 
that's something that I have to deal with on my own. I have to make my own decision about that. Right. Um, but so tell me about people when they come to you. Let's say somebody wants to mm-hmm. come to you for a reading. How, how does that how does that happen? And, and what does it look like? Uh, well, we sit down, um, and ultimately, so what's going to happen is before we meet, I'm going to set an intention or we can set one together. Ultimately what's happening is I'm being communicated information that's going to serve your highest good. Okay. So whatever that is in this moment, it's not necessarily always what you want to hear. It's what you need to hear. Um, so we're going to sit down and, um, I don't know. It's, it's, you just kind of open up and sometimes people come, they want to hear from someone specifically. Other times they are just open to whatever comes and you just kind of feel your way through that. Basically I'll get a hit on something. I'll communicate it to you. You kind of give me the information that you feel, um, is associated with that. And then we go from there. It's kind of, again, it's like putting a puzzle together. I get pieces, you give me pieces and then at the end, everything comes together in like a cohesive message. So I think if we were in a room, any room in the world, and we had 20 people, and we asked them what they thought about life and death and, mm-hmm. and body and spirit and whether there's an afterlife or do you believe in ghosts mm-hmm. or anything along those lines, we'd get hundreds of opinions. Right. What's your opinion? Well, four years ago, I probably would have been unsure. I mean, for this, this is all relatively new to me. Four years ago, I was a muggle still. Um, you know, as, as we call them, um, and, uh, but having had this experience emerge over the last several years, um, I have personal knowledge, personal experience of something that exists outside of this physical consciousness. Right. And so ultimately that's, that's for you to decide. I can't convince you of my experience, but I can give you evidence of it. And that's really what mediumship is about is giving you evidence that there is something communicating to me from the other side. Right. Yeah. And so that's really, that's the only thing that I can do. I can give you evidence of a, of a spiritual reality, but that's about it. You, you think LGBT people have any role to play in accessing the, on the other side, the spiritual world, the spiritual, you think we have anything special in that area or is it just uh, like anyone could access well, it? Absolutely. I, I, everybody does. Um, I don't think that LGBT people should feel discriminated against or, or that they should not pursue a spiritual practice just because everyone says so, you know, just because major religions might kind of discriminate against us. But um, I think it's important that uh, everyone explores their spirituality because that's ultimately what's going to guide you to your, your highest purpose. You know, the only way to your greatness is through a spiritual life. Right. I mean, looking historically at Judeo-Christianity, obviously mm-hmm. they singled out gay people for a whole lot of destruction. Yeah. You know, all the way back through Leviticus and then through the early Roman church. And it's interesting, the pagan cultures, of course, never vilified or demonized homosexuality. Mm-hmm. It was the Judeo-Christian ethic that did that. And, and, and it sort of it passed on through all the centuries and we become, you know, subjects of violence and extreme right. intimidation. Now we're reclaiming our place in the sun, as mm-hmm. I say. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting to me hear you talk about religion, spirituality, all in the same place because it's something that as LGBT people we don't talk a lot about. Right. Yeah. Well, I think we're I think we're pushed away from it. Um, but and 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 it's tragic in a way. Um, but I don't think that I think. Now, as we become more and more accepted, we're going to find our places there. We're going to find that connection again. 
you know, uh, as I think our, you know, our commitment or our contributions to art and culture alone speak to our connection with the divine. Right. You know. Very much so. I Mm -hmm. mean, whether it's been great music or great art, sculpture, and of course, more recently, movie making and television. I tell people, look at the LGBT influence everywhere right now. Exactly. American Horror Story. If you're craving your episodes of American Horror Story, well, that's got a gay imprint on it. Right. And it's interesting to see how, uh, what's that, Ryan Murphy Mm -hmm. ends up portraying who the monsters really are. The monsters often look, you know, good and decent and normal. Right. And the queer characters often turn out to be the unlikely heroes or heroines of his stories. Yeah. Yeah. I was before you walked into the room. I was talking a bit about the Disney villains because I, looking at the depiction of LGBT people mm-hmm. throughout history, you even look in filmmaking. We're often portrayed as the unusual, the bizarre, the occult. Right. Uh, even looking at the Disney villains like Ursula from Little Mermaid. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Lesbian. I mean, come on, come on. You know, <laughs> maleficent, lipstick lesbian, right? I mean, Jafar, so gay. Captain Hook, so gay. I mean, well, over and over that's again. speculation, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I dated Peter Pan. I, right. I actually have an in with Captain Hook. But I, looking at the way in which LGBT people have been portrayed in film, I mean, anything that was, you know, an effeminate man or a masculine mm-hmm. woman was mm-hmm. identified as something evil or undesirable. Right. And so here we are now reclaiming a lot of that. Yeah. Well, I think that's just you know, people don't understand, you know, for, for a lot of people who don't have any homosexual friends or associates don't understand our culture. And we are very eccentric. We're very loud. We're out there. And I think that's hard for some people to kind of reconcile with. Yeah. And they are going to see all that on Santa Monica Boulevard, October 31st. Yeah, loud and proud. <laughs> yeah, loud and proud <laughs> and in living color. We're going to have to go to commercial break in just a bit. But when we come back, let's let's uh, let's talk a bit about your readings and being a medium. And because I'm sure there are people listening going, what are we? What's what's what is this? Right. And so let's give them a primary one on one. You're listening to Out Now Radio and you're on HD Radio and Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back happy halloween everybody you're listening to sidebar with john duran here on out now radio on your hd radio and radio.com and we are having an all halloween show today 
And right now, we're visiting with psychic medium Trevor Hansen for the next part of our show. <laughs> so, Trevor, I was telling you during the break about my one and only visit to a psychic medium. It was so terrifying, I never went back. Like, mm-hmm. I went in completely skeptical, right? Yeah. Not believing this was real, thinking that it was going to be, you know, this is going to be fraudulent. It's not going to be anything of any value. Right. But somebody else paid 100 bucks for me to go talk to this person. And I'm okay, I'll do it. And, and I brought a little cassette tape. This is how long ago it was. Mm-hmm. It was actually a cassette tape. <laughs> and uh, put it in the recorder. And it was the most interesting thing. The guy was blind. Mm-hmm. He had a featherless parrot. Like, it looked like a piece of chicken on a uh-huh. perch, right? This okay. parrot that had picked all his feathers out. He had a hairless Egyptian dog on his lap. <laughs> so I got a blind guy with a featherless bird and a hairless dog, and he brings out tarot cards, and I'm like, but you're blind. Okay. I, but you're blind. So I'm hmm. like, oh, okay, okay. So I, I do the cards, and he starts reading them, and he says, I see here that you're going to pass the bar the first time. I'm like, oh, of course. I'm cool. going to pass the bar. Of course, mm-hmm. 30% chance of getting that right. I'm thinking odds, right? He goes, and I see here that you're going to do incredible legal work in, in the courts and in politics. And trust me, this is when I'm 24 years right. old. I am not mm-hmm. mayor of West Hollywood back then, right? I'm just a yeah. law school student getting out of law school. Said, okay, that sounds interesting to me. He says, and I see here you're going to be in the newspaper and get a great deal of notoriety i'm like oh this all sounds great the bird squawked (laughs) the dog started barking and he said but the price you must pay for this is Mm. your heart will be split open hundreds of times Mm. and pierced by pain and arrow and i he was foretelling the AIDS deaths that I was going to walk through. 104 friends would die in the next 10 years. Over 1,000 clients of mine would end up dying of HIV and AIDS. This is before HIV and AIDS, and he's telling me my heart is going to be broken 1,000 times, and he was right. Right. And I walked out of there thinking that was the freakiest thing I've ever seen, but I saved the tape (laughs) because it later came true. And Mm. I'm like, okay, this is too scary for me. I'm not doing this again. Maybe it's better I don't know. Tell me about people who come to you. I mean, well, I, you know, I, I think that's maybe a little extreme, um, and I think that that's kind of the the vision that people have of psychic mediums these days. And one of my missions is to kind of help people understand that ultimately we're just regular people. There are plenty, plenty of psychic mediums out there who aren't, you know, these woo-woo, super esoteric types. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's what works for them. I mean, right. that's just that's just another expression of someone's spirit, right? Right. Um, but uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be that extreme. I mean, so when I work, I, you know, sometimes I have a notebook, I take notes, or, you know, my hand draws pictures or whatever. And again, it's just kind of like getting more information. Sometimes, you know, I've drawn symbols before and shown them to to my clients. And this one girl was like, oh my gosh, I, 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 I draw that on the b- bottom of all my birthday cards. Okay, see, this is what I mean. This yeah. is the kind of stuff that kind of gets me going. Right. Where, okay, I mean, where's that coming from? I mean, you know, the, a lot of religions talk mm-hmm. about gifts of the spirit, that right. people have different gifts that yes. are given to them from the spiritual realm. Yeah. And what is this gift? What, what is it that allows you or others to access from beyond? It's Well, it's just that connection. It's setting the intention. I mean, I think ultimately, uh, Marianne Williamson actually says that ultimately our purpose here is to be teachers um, of whatever that is. It's it's And to help people other people find their own 
path of, of you know, teaching from their experience, I should say. Um, so we've all gone through these hardships and trials and tribulations and, you know, suffering. But we heal that by sharing that experience and teaching others through that experience, hmm. right? And that's what you do. You're, you've described yourself to me as right. a life coach mm-hmm. also. You yes. also teach people about life. Yeah. Getting through life. Right. So it's interesting, but you're relying not just on, I, I guess someone's call it intuition. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Would it be called intuition or something beyond that? Well, it's 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 both. So it's, it's interesting how, s- s- since I've started this, I'll, I noticed that I'll have experiences days or weeks before that prepare me for a reading with one particular person. You know, they give me, I, I have an experience that I kind of learn from or I take something from and then that pops up two weeks later in a reading with someone else or a similar situation. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of like, not only are you getting um, information via your intuition and, and that connection, but it's also about using that experience to help someone else deal with their problems, now, you know, or their, there, whatever's coming up in their life. Events or th- circumstances that happened to little Trevor Hansen, little boy, mm-hmm. eight and nine and ten year old Trevor Hansen, were there life experiences that shaped uh, your ability to do this? Were, were, was there pain? Was there? I mean, how does this happen? Um, well, I will say that again, growing growing up in a Mormon family, I was given such a my grandparents, my parents, my a lot, a lot of people in my family really have a strong foundation in spirituality, and I think that that kind of fortitude and, and courage when it came down to it, because ultimately, when I started to realize what was happening, what this was, because again, four years ago, I was I was just a normal person. I didn't realize that I was getting this information and this was happening. It was you know it was a confusing time for a couple years there, um, but once I realized it, having to accept that and step into it. And then, I mean, ultimately come out to other people and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm talking to dead people. <laughs> you know, it's, it was, it, that takes it, that kind of fortitude again and that belief, that faith. And so um, I would say that, that upbringing in a, in a strong religious family was pivotal to helping me. Um, step into this and understand, oh, this is a spiritual experience. Right. You know, it, it sounds like the role of clergy a lot in mm. a lot of ways. Maybe uh, you're a high priest or a high priestess. There's high priests and priestesses right. to help give guiding posts and, and guidance to people. Well, I think that's an archetype that we all can step into at any time, you know, like using using that knowledge and being a leader, I mean, as as a politician. Right. You know, you, you in a way are acting as a role model and a leader and, and helping guide people, you know, yeah. society at large. Well, I know, I know when I give a big speech, my big speech, mm-hmm. I mean like a thousand people or more, I have to sit quietly and I go to that place deep in heart, soul, mind, and body, deep in there where there's pain mm-hmm. and there's conflict mm-hmm. and there's lessons learned. And right. I go into that place. It's not a physical place, but mm-hmm. I go there and it's out of there that I'm able to draw the strength and the words. Right. And, and then what needs to flow out of my mouth just mm-hmm. seems to flow. Like people often say, can I get a copy of your speech? I'm like, I don't write my speeches. I yeah, just, you're connected. I just go right. and I have to. I actually meditate and pray about it. Yeah, and I just it's that bring it forth from there. Yeah, very, very interesting. So tell me a bit about your people are listening and they say, hey, I want to contact that Trevor Hansen fellow. How do they get a hold of you? Um, I would say one of the easiest ways is obviously Facebook. Um, on Facebook, the social medium. Uh, is my the handle. social media? The social media. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, or uh, via my website, uh, thesocialmedium.net. 
Okay, very cool. And you're based in L.A., West Hollywood? I'm based in Los Angeles, yes. Okay, so hear that, people. If you need a reading and you want a gorgeous psychic medium to give you life advice, contact Trevor <laughs> Hansen. You're listening to Sidebar with John Duran here on Out Now Radio on your HD radio and radio.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. You're listening to Sidebar with John Duran being sung in by the fabulous Miss Divine, Bette Midler. Put a spell on you from the movie Hocus Pocus. One of my favorite Halloween traditions to watch Bette Midler every year and Kathy and Jimmy and the fabulous uh, Sarah and Jessica uh, singing and scaring little kids to death. I love it. But our next guest, uh, well, they don't look very scary to me because I've got two beautiful women sitting in here with me. Uh, I've got Marlene Vargas and Alex Naranjo. Uh, from the House of Intuition. Welcome. Yes, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for having us. So Welcome. So glad you were able to join us. So I want to hear a little bit about the House of Intuition and what it is. And, yes. Yeah. Um, this is Marlene. Uh, we have st- we started House of Intuition in 2010, and we actually were on a journey from 2007 to about 2010, soul-searching when the economy hit us all hard here in California. So we lost everything and mm-hmm. went into bankruptcy, lost our businesses, and so forth. And it was a time of prayer and soul searching is really what built House of Intuition. So we were just kind of, you know, sitting there in, I like to call it pillow talk, always dreaming and saying when we're going to win the lottery, we're going to have the spiritual shop. I did a lot of that this (laughs) week. I did not win the 1.6 billion. Yeah, 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 neither did I. But hey, you know, so we went to a tarot reader in 2010. And um, basically she said, you know, don't worry, girls, you guys have think you're thinking about some business. And we said, yeah, we want a spiritual detox center. And she flipped the cards, and here we are. Eight and a half years later, she said absolutely yes, and we are still at it. Six wow. stores later in L.A. And, and where are the six stores in Los Angeles? They are flagship stores started in um, on Sunset Boulevard in Echo Park. That's now happening. Yep. Um, and then we have Highland Park. We have uh, Malrose in West Hollywood. And then we have Santa Monica, our newest in Belmont Shores on 2nd Street. And now we're opening up Pasadena on November 1st. We're having a huge celebration. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also have an online store. Oh my so God, that's that, fantastic. And, yeah, and you said busy. a spiritual detox. Now that's interesting to me because my last guest, Psychic Medium, was talking all about spiritual. It's amazing to me how, how we have been vilified throughout history, LGBT mm-hmm. people as being something mm-hmm. dark and evil and villainous. And yet, mm-hmm. it appears to me, the more and more I look at this, we're just trying to provide people contact uh, that spiritual realm that actually seems to exist. Absolutely. Yeah. And I honestly want to say that because I'm gay and because I had I was raising my child alone in, in a world that, you know, com, I come from Catholicism. So I was already shunned from family and, and also not really connecting to a lot of my peers. So I, I was really afraid to come out and say, I want to have a spiritual shop because I'm damned to hell. 
Right, right. That's what we're taught. Right. right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it's actually a place where I think a lot of gay people connect with spirituality more because they're not connecting to religious form because we don't fit in the box. Right. At least not that box. Not that box. <laughs> Their boxes are changing, though. It yeah, seems like they are. More and more mainstream churches are being open and out about all this. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I think it's been I think it's been a huge change in recent years. I think it's because also people are not afraid to come out and say, like, look, this is who I am. Right. And, you know, I still believe in God or, you know, whatever you want to call it, a higher self. And, like, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to be involved in any of this just because I'm slightly different. Right. And, you know? and it seems to be that the plan for the universe is slightly different. Yes. Right? There's variation <laughs> and variance all throughout the universe. Absolutely. I mean, how do you explain, you know, planets orbiting a sun and black holes at the same time? Right. I mean, <laughs> it's... Uh, Anyway, it, it, uh, I'm getting way too philosophical. Right. For <laughs> I looked at your shop. I pulled the website, and it says here, you know, uh, les, uh, occult shops, tarot cards, witchy bling. I love that. Witchy bling, crystals, <laughs> and spiritual gifts. Yes. What is witchy bling? I'm just curious. Maybe was that just the uh, author who wrote that? You know, we got to yeah. connect somehow now. <laughs> it it's, caught your attention. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> witchy bling. Yeah. Great marketing. <laughs> Kudos to my team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did a great job. Caught my eye. <laughs> I, I know, at least I know about crystals because if you've been to Sedona or you've been yes. to places that are considered mm-hmm. spiritual places on the planet, they're meant to give you some introspection in some way to right. like identify with something. I also right. think that it's a lot easier for people that aren't into because you know when you come to like a witchy shop or what they call in my my background botanicas, you know, they're it's a really intimidating. So for people to be able to just see a crystal and see the beauty of it, they can connect to it better than like some cauldron. Right. So right, right. It, it's, yeah, they are connected to the bling yeah, more so. And, you know, and, I, and I was raised Catholic too, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so I tell a lot of my Catholic family and friends, I mean, that rosary in your hand, <laughs> seriously, that rosary in your hand <laughs> is a physical object that you're yes. using for meditation to connect to the spiritual realm. So how is that rosary any different <laughs> than, you know, looking at a candlelight or looking at a crystal? I mean, you're trying to make some connection to the I divine. I am going to have to steal Absolutely. that from you. Yeah. I am going to have to you definitely are, it's use that. That again, thank you. Because I will be saying that again, everybody out there. <laughs> Taking it. Yeah. Well, and also there's the candles at the church when you go and you, you light a candle and you're, yeah. you know, you're saying a prayer, you're asking for something or grat- in gratitude for something. Right. That's all the same. It's it's no different than what we're doing. It's just we don't have to go to a specific place to do it. You can yeah. have your church at home. You can have a little area that's your temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's right. I think ancient, you know, humankind staring up at these stars, you know, began yeah. to look for some meaning in it all right you know and whether it was staring at the flame in the bonfire which by the way is a big Halloween icon right. or looking at the stars or looking at the beauty of nature we've often been searched for the divine yeah and I also think this this day and age too for all the younger people out there they don't go to church on Sundays anymore like they have everything delivered to their home right they can eat at home they can they have Amazon they can deliver <laughs> their own yeah everything comes to home so why not have their temples in home so yeah. maybe they're connected to that a lot easier yeah, yeah. that's amazing for sure. My last guest, we were talking about the, the history of medieval uh, the Catholic Church. You mm. know, the women that got burned at the stake and the men that got burned at the stake right. were burned for having same-sex relations. 
I mean, that yeah. is our connection to the history mm-hmm. of witch burning and warlock burning. It was us. It was our right. people. They yeah. did, couldn't understand it because it didn't seem natural, meaning for procreation. Right. It had to be eradicated. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, I mean, and that's been the history kind of of our people throughout all the ages. And now here we are. So proud to be a witch. Reclaiming our praise. Oh, our yeah. Place. <laughs> We're like, you hear it all the time throughout at least L.A. You know, I'm a witch. You know, yeah. I, could, I could do magic. You know, it's, it's so cool now. Right, <laughs> and that's very true. Magic's actually a good way. I mean, LGBT people, we love magic, mm-hmm. right? Who doesn't like to th- think about superpowers? Like, I Absolutely. love the X Men, you know, or <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers, or Ninja Turtles. I mean, anything that seems to be unusual and fantastic, we seem to be drawn to. For sure, Absolutely. and I think that we're all magical creatures. I mean, we just create constantly, and whether we use the word magic or like, I mean, I always tell people out there, like, you connect really quickly with thinking about somebody over and over again, and all of a sudden they call you. That's magic. How did right, you do right. that? Right, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. We do it all the time. Now, now do you guys, you, you hear a lot about you know, people when they hear about this, say, well, it's just coincidence. It's nah. just circumstance. Yeah. And yeah well, how many coincidences can you have in life? Yeah. Before you, before start you to think, realize. Okay, maybe there's a little I bit more. I say own going. your power. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. And then once you own it, you just get stronger, right? I asked my last guest, I'm going to ask everybody today. Do mm-hmm. you believe in ghosts, afterlife, Absolutely. spiritual realm? Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Yes. And why? I believe in it because I just don't think that we have one shot at it, you know, one time to to make it right. I think that our spirits live on and on and on over and over again. And sometimes, isn't this world sometimes beautiful to be in? I mean, I'd like to come back here and there, right? If I had the chance to come back and say hi. Mm, (laughs) Absolutely. Alex, what about you? No, absolutely. I think that I've, I've experienced it where, you know, I feel like I can feel um, ancestors or people that, that, that I've known that have passed and, and, there's no, you, you know, when somebody says, oh, you know, my grandfather used to love, you know, hummingbirds or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like hummingbirds are all around you all the time. That's them sending you a message mm. like, hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think that the Disney movie Coco kind of brought yeah. this all out mm. a bit, right? With yeah. the ofrenda and yeah. talks about. And, and people will watch mm-hmm. Coco and they'll be like, I'm completely down for that show. And it's like, but, <laughs> but you don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> but you believe in Coco. You know, you believe in Remember Me. You believe in the marigolds on the altar. Right. But I mean, that's in fact Latino culture trying mm-hmm. to connect to the beyond through the ofrenda, right? right? Yeah. But, yeah. And I think, too, the, the, there's a negative connotation connected to the word ghost. It's like a scary thing. And they're not here. I mean, I'm more afraid of the people that are here than I am. People of, in the White House. Yeah. I, I am more afraid of the people in the White House than the old ghost. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, we need to call on the ghost before right. the people in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> right. Tell us about, because we're almost up to go to commercial, tell us about your, how to find your shop online. How well, we're having a huge celebration. I definitely want to let everybody know because of the um, three locations that we opened up in 2008. 18, we are going to have a um, celebration on November 1st at all three new locations in Santa Monica and Pasadena and Belmont Shores. But you can just Google House of Intuition at houseofintuitionla.com. Do be not forget sure, the LA. Yes, be sure to add the LA because then you won't find it. But, yeah, well, you'll, you'll find, find it. It's still houseofintuitionla.com. Marlene Vargas and Alex Naranjo, the House of Intuition. Happy Halloween, everybody. We'll be right back after commercial. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Sidebar with John Duran, and it is our happy Halloween show. And what have we done so far, kids? We had a visit from a psychic medium who actually told me he knew he was coming on the show. Okay, kidding. But uh, he's been great, Trevor Hansen, and we just had Wicca, lesbian Wicca, talking about the spiritual realm. And, uh, you know, so far, the the guests we've been talking about, you know, Halloween, doesn't seem to be as scary, right? It's all about accessing uh, spirituality and divinity and LGBT people finding their rightful place in the sun. And uh, we are gearing up for our next guests who are just coming through the lobby now, Fred and Jason. And by Fred and Jason, I don't mean Freddy Krueger and uh, Jason from uh, Halloween, or is it Friday the 13th, one or the other. Fred and Jason are Fred Aarons and Jason Duguay. And if you don't know about Fred and Jason, they have been putting on and producing Halloweeny for the last 13 years raising millions of dollars for LGBT charity. Tonight's event in downtown Los Angeles is benefiting the school's anti-bullying schools program of the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles, where they've been raising money for that program for many years. And because of this one party with 2,000 costumed revelers, we will be putting anti-bullying work in the public high schools and in the jails and other places, and they are so fantastic. And they are walking in right now. I just see Fred and Jason, the two beautiful guys. Fred will put you on the left and Jason on the right. The boys are joining us, and uh, we're live right now in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Phoenix, and Sacramento. And uh, I was just telling them about the history of Halloween. Oh, wow. What did you say? Well, I told them that you guys started it 13 years ago. And you're about to go through the history of finding it in your backyard, yeah. right? So first of all, you said we're really old. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. If you guys don't know Fred and Jason, they're gorgeous. Both of them. Oh, uh, Johnny. And they're very good friends of mine. So how did this whole thing get started in your house? Well, we both, um, when we met, uh, fell or actually knew that we both independently loved Halloween before we even met we had parties in our own respective towns and uh and just absolutely loved the, the holiday as most gays do right. and <laughs> it's our holiday of it is it right? really is yeah, yeah so yeah we uh that first year we we're like why not you know join our forces and and uh throw a party and we did it you know as just as a fun you know friends at the gym hey come by and buy and Let's have some fun and, and well, Bob uh, for apples. Yeah, no, maybe not Bob for apples, but <laughs> bobbing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then uh, it's just you know over the time we we met um, with our friends over at the LA uh, Gay and Lesbian Center, right? And uh, we thought you know why not try to make this party that's you know not serving anybody serve somebody, right? And serve our own community. So we thought you know let's do this. Let's uh, make this a fundraiser. And uh, in the over the course of three years, we kept it at our house and it kept growing and growing. And at that point, we're like, okay, we have got to take this out of our house because we just can't do it anymore. <laughs> we got to like 700 people in our in our backyard oh and front God, yard, and the whole house is completely it. yeah. Our yeah. neighbors loved us. <laughs> so yeah, so then uh, yeah, just kind of jumped around all over town. Yeah, and, and tonight, uh, where is it tonight, Jason? Tonight we're going to be at the Belasco, which is downtown on Hill Street. Um, it's our second year there. We usually try to pop the party around different venues and just 
keep it you know fresh. Well, we had it at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. Sweet Tyler. Tyler that wasn't Cassidy. so fresh, Tyler's but coming on right after you. <laughs> oh, actually. nice. We love Tyler. Tyler. Oh, he'll nice. Be, he'll be here too. But this year, uh, are you sold out? You still got tickets available? We still have some tickets available. VIP is sold out. Uh, we had a, we had a lot of cabana spots uh, fill up recently, and I think there might be a cabana left. Yeah, I, I think we. Brian is so creative. Like we literally had one left, and I think it sold yesterday. But we figured out a way to like make a really cool one, like on the floor. So. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's just, I mean, it's a fundraiser, so we got to raise yeah. some serious yeah. cash yeah. tonight. And, and I told yeah. them about for the anti bullying work of the game exactly. in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. And so How- we have some general tickets for sure that will be available. What do you think? Online, 2000? online, they're going, oh, we're past 2,000. Oh, we're way over, over 2,000 people. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, this, is a, this is so far like the second largest one we've ever had. So, yeah, wow. I mean, and and if it goes the way it's going, it's going to be the largest one. Wow. That yeah. So, is come on down, come on out. Thankfully, we've had, we have a larger venue last year and this year, so we're able to increase, you know, obviously our capacity. It is cost. Costume mandatory. Absolutely. So make sure that you uh, strip down to nothing and come. <laughs> I, exactly. I am going to be a gladiator slave. I know it's a slave. Oh, I thought you were going to say a gladiator slut. Uh, or, a, or a gladiator <laughs> slave. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know it's a stretch for me, right? It's oh, a stretch. Well. That's done. Yeah. Are you going to tell me what your costumes are? No, we got to be. Surprised. I mean, it's not a very big reveal, but I, we are. Look, the, the theme this year is a tribute to American horrors. 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 So, I mean, the whole and, and we are Freddie and Jason. Quite so broad. We are Freddie and Jason. So we're we're going to stick to theme. And Our names lend to... themselves to the horror genre. I, so yeah. that's a, when I first heard about Fred and Jason's Halloweeny, I thought it was a play off of Freddy Krueger. It took right. us three years. That's how smart we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're not a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, wow. We know. Oh, like, someone pointed it out. Michael in there, too. Someone somewhere. pointed it out to us, and we're like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, you, yeah, no, okay. Technically, oh. you cannot. That is one of the 13 words. Oh, you oh say. no. Oops. We'll have to bleep. Sorry, uh, FCC. He didn't mean to use the... Apologies. Uh, <laughs> Bygones. Um, yeah, but yeah, so we're super excited, and, and it's got three levels, right, and multiple three DJs levels, and yeah, two six le- DJs, yeah, sixty, so two DJs per level, all of them, you know, playing. It's what we love about these guys; they all play incredible, like anthems, fun vocals. Right. So it's really, even though the, you know the holidays kind of dark and spooky, they're making it fun and playful. Um, we have an incredible photo opportunity. John Ganun again is back. Uh, he did our pool watch parties years ago, and he did a couple of our Halloween parties, and he did did it last year, and everyone crazy. Right. And thankfully, we have Anna Walt Lumber who's paying for all of it, so yes. that nobody, everybody can go home and Instagram to shoot out of this, shoot out of this yeah, party. That's also on the list. Oh, oh my God, I'm going to have oh, to show both of you. Well, we just dirty oh, words. sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, so yeah, so it's, and we've got it's Kevin Huvane, Kevin Huvane, who's uh, Lance Bass, and all yeah, sorts of all LGBT sl- celebrities. Right? Absolutely, and they're all coming tonight. Is we have everyone of the community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what we're so proud about this party. It's not your typical standard like event where you're going to go to and like just stick to yourself in a corner, or, you know, just stay with your little group in in one spot of the floor. Like this event has everyone. All the bars all in town, shapes, all whether sizes, it's Silver Lake, races, Hollywood, yeah, all, right. West Hollywood, the Valley, well, everybody supporting people. That's huge. oh yeah. So oh, people yeah. should Uber and Lyft. I oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Parking. We had we had calls from from uh, actually messages last week from Paris. We had guys coming from London. Yeah. We had guys from, from Montreal. Today we got a crew that we just heard about coming from Denver. They're just flying through. It's 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 amazing. So we're so thankful through. for the incredible support. So it, I, I'm asking all my same guests the same question. So I, you you probably didn't hear the show as you were driving in. 
but historically, Halloween, the witches that were burned at the stake and right. the warlocks that were burned at the stake were homosexuals. And that is the history of the burning at the stake. They were considered to be unworthy, to be destroyed, not natural. Heretics. Yeah. So the way they dealt with homosexuality in medieval times was to burn them. Here we are, as LGBT people, re- reclaiming this mm-hmm. holiday as our uh, own. Appropriate. As our own, right? Mm-hmm. So do you ever think about kind of the history of Halloween and vilifying and demonization? And I mean, I feel like that's our daily life. You know, I mean, the idea that just being labeled what we are and who we are, just whether it's Halloween or not, like we're constantly going against the grain in, in many ways. You know, so we're constantly saying, you know, we are valued we are you know all these things that you know society sometimes want wants to put us or labels on us and put us down so this is kind of just an extension of what we already know what to do we're politicizing something that you know makes it makes us val- feel you know like we're taking something back right and reclaiming it right we've got one minute i want to when we come back i'm going to ask you guys the million dollar question which is do you believe in ghosts and life after death and a spiritual realm. I'm asking all my guests. We'll hear from Fred and Jason on their opinions about that when we come back. You're listening to Sidebar with John Duran on OutNow Radio and HD Radio or Radio.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's Halloween time, kids, and you're listening to Sidebar with John Duran on our Halloween show, and we're visiting with Fred Aarons and Jason Duguay, uh, talking about the annual Halloweeny. And uh, I've been asking all my guests today about their thoughts about the afterlife and the afterworld and ghosts and... Jason, you're a Canadian. You people, Canadians, are a little bit more practical about life in general, not as fantastic. <laughs> Do you think is that our reputation? As, yes, you're very practical. You're not as fantastic as folk. Americans. Yeah. What are your beliefs? Uh, I'm all over the map. I mean, certainly uh, there's a, a, a desire to hope to hell that there's an afterlife out there, right? So, uh, and you know what? I spend uh, all my days teaching social studies to sixth graders, as you know, I'm a, a history teacher and. A lot of, of that is about uh, ancient civilization. So uh, we're always on Egypt and uh, um, India, talk about Hinduism right. beliefs and Buddhist beliefs. And uh, Christianity definitely has, you know, me, me feeling like there's a possible spirit world. Right, right. But I love the idea of reincarnation. And I, I really do. I think it's, I think it's a well thought out premise and and it makes sense to me so. well and it sounds like throughout all time throughout all culture and all over the planet human yeah. beings have often searched for meaning beyond just the zero to 83 or 87 or 90 right oh yeah years you get on this planet and that's yeah. been the eternal search and, absolutely and so uh lgbt people for a long time were told that we were not eligible we're not allowed to apply for the club and, right and now uh we're in a different place i, I feel like there's gonna be a very sweet rainbow room up in heaven when i get there <laughs> mm-hmm. yes <laughs> and fred with all a bunch of fun people you're you're south american what is your culture your i culture? mean we're very very catholic very very very, catholic. very religious and yeah. and this holiday is not a celebratory one it's it's you know dia de los muertos dia de los muertos is, is isn't something necessarily celebrated at least not in my family. Right. Um, although we did take my mom to go see Coco, and she uh, loved it. Everybody it was, loves uh, Coco. Uh, yeah. Who doesn't love Coco? But 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a hopeful thing, and you know, I mean, that is something in our culture is hope and you know, and forgiveness and futures and stuff like that. So to me, it may sound corny, but I do have this kind of spiritual sense that there's somebody looking after me and you know, protecting me and feeling you know that positivity from that energy. Um, so whether it's a something coming from my culture or whatever, I do I do feel like there's something to be said with either the afterlife or or ghosts or you know whatever they whatever you, know, you call it them. Does sound dreadful. Just uh, the idea of purgatory. Yes. It just doesn't sound fun. okay. Like, I hope that I thought limbo was even worse. Yeah. Limbo, <laughs> that's just a big lineup. Unbaptized Who likes lines? Went. Yeah, because yeah. they weren't baptized. They're just going to yeah. hang out in limbo for eternity. Yeah. Sounded far worse. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I'd, I'd like to look at it in a fun way like that. You know, our other guests that have come on today, they all uh, they all have a. Uh, uh, relationships and business and they are spiritual guides and mediums and they're people that are accessing what they call beyond the veil Mm -hmm. and I you know I I, one time I was a big skeptic didn't believe it except I've had too many circumstances too many coincidences you know I'm one of these people that surrounded by death a lot in Mm -hmm. my 20s all the people that we lost in the AIDS epidemic and you know what stuff was happening all the time Mm -hmm. that seemed to be beyond coincidence like people tapping me to say I'm still here I I like to leave my grandmother's watch over me like you yeah. know i always feel i always think right. about her and, and uh, stuff like that so there's, there's two yeah like you said there's too many coincidences that are just a little too coincidental like it's just weird right. i feel right. like it's you know it's there's something there yeah and, and i mean like mulan okay mulan spirit guides right they mm-hmm. got that temple in mulan mm-hmm. it's all about the spirit guides mm-hmm. i mean all throughout our culture and throughout all time we're, we're like searching for some meaning some identity some way of reaching the beyond mm-hmm. wanting to yeah. find some meaning in that i want to believe it too i want to believe it. my mom passed away earlier this year and i am convinced she's still staying in touch because mm-hmm. i keep getting nudges here and there mm-hmm. left and right yeah, yeah. it's sweet it's a, i love that yeah I, I love that too so tonight's halloweeny starts at eight Yep, it goes till 3 o'clock. Um, after that, from 2 till 8 in the morning, you can go next door to Brett Henderson's party called The Mayhem. He's been supporting us so long uh, oh for God. so many years. And, uh, you know, that's actually when we can let our hair down because, you know, we've been, we'll be working the, yeah. you know, the entire party and stuff. And we can just go now recap what just happened and with our friends, which, you know, we're excited and look forward to. But at our party, we're going to start off at 8 o'clock. Like yeah. you said, we have an hour and a half uh, to two-hour pre-reception. We're going to do a VIP reception from 8 to 9.30. And we have a, a really talented uh, couple of guys, actually a trio of guys, you know. Um, One's a singing member of the Gaiman's Chorus, Chris yeah. Levenberg. Oh, yeah. Levenberg, awesome. his brothers uh, are in a band called the Levin Birds, and they will be uh, performing at the VIP reception. Tonight, and, uh, yeah. We're really excited to see them up there. Up in the attic. They've released oh. a new video recently. Fantastic. Yeah. Not bad on the eyes either, I may add. Yes, yeah. Very, and then very, uh, very downstairs on the main floor, uh, a little bit after midnight, a little in the haunting hour, uh, we have um, Sean Vanderwilt, who just is wrapping up a tour with Cher down in uh, down below in Australia. And, uh, down under. Down under, yeah. Um, <laughs> down he's below. Canadian. It's all part of the it's British cute. Empire. It's, it's all in there. And, then, uh, <laughs> and he was just in Ve- Vegas recently, too. And so we're excited to have him join us for Halloweeny on the stage. And oh, he's, he's got speak. a big show happening. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Very, very fortunate to have these guys. And then, yeah, so everybody arrive as close to 8 o'clock because we do have a general admission area that we uh, our Chuck Alexander production designer created an amazing vignette as you walk in so you can come in and just check it all out see every everything we used to go crazy trying to decorate for this thing and like trying to really like bring it and then we realized probably like the fifth year in like 
it's not about what we put up on the walls. It's everybody that shows up. They're the spectacle. The creative. That's what people come to see is, is everyone that shows up in their costumes and right. the creativity is just, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. I expect Stormy Daniels tonight. Oh, yeah. A lot of those. There's going to be Cavignons. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you know what I feel? I feel like our party is what the boulevard used to be. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's very you true. You mean, like, it's sad It's sad that the boulevard has kind of lost a lot of the, the or I, in, in my opinion, I guess there should be others out there that I may complain and say I'm wrong here, but I think the Boulevard used to be something really special for this community, right. and then now it's more looky lose than participating. Yeah. We yeah. got a couple emails this week saying, "Hey, we're getting into town, like you know, very short notice. Can we come to your party? We won't have a costume." And we're like, "You know what? Just do something. Get a wig. You know, get a pair of glasses. Do something." Because we can't Once we make one exception. We're not. Yeah, we this party. Everybody has to come in costume. So just, just. Just come and enjoy it. Yeah, you know what happened? Because I'm even older than you guys. You said you were old. I'm even older than you. True. What, what you very, <laughs> yeah, very, very true. What used to happen back in the 70s on Santa Monica Boulevard is the drunken drag queens would be parading up and down mm, Santa Monica Boulevard on Halloween yeah, night, yeah. and they kept falling in front of buses. Yeah. And so at some point, the city of West Hollywood said, okay, no Enough. tragedy. Mm-hmm. Let's just block Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah. And that started happening. And now it is, and remember, Remains the largest Halloween gathering in the country, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, which is, which cool. is an amazing thing to have. Yeah. And what, of course, has happened is LGBT people, as we become mainstream and you know part of the broader community, suddenly there are heterosexual people in our realm. And yeah. I will tell if any are listening, if you don't show up in a costume, you yeah. are going to be hexed. Oh, you will be hexed oh, yeah, by yeah. LGBT people. Yeah. You got to be in a costume. Yeah, it's not about just looking at us all the time. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I I, mean, I want to see Justice Brett Kavanaugh with Squiggy and Googie and all his friends. Spree. Yes, doing what his is beer uh, goggles doing on. Doing the Eiffel Tower and all the other quote unquote drinking <laughs> yeah. games. That Last year there was a and, number of politically like oh, motivated costumes. This year I there's say too trifle. many. Where do you start? Yeah, I mean, it's so going to be. Many. I cannot wait. I, oh my Melania god. Trump coats. There's yeah. got to be. I don't care about anything. Oh, there's going to be strip teases. Of all kinds. It, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, if, you, uh, if you're out there and you're listening and you can't make it to the party tonight, check out on Instagram. You'll see Halloween. Uh, yeah, yeah, Halloween LA. LA yep. Halloween LA. And uh, we'll try to put a lot of pictures up or there for Facebook, you. Or on Facebook, it's Fred and Jason's Halloween on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then if you do want to come We're tonight, not cool we, enough for Twitter. Sorry. We, we <laughs> are sold out of uh, VIP, but if you do want to come, uh, we still have some GA tickets available until 5 o'clock. We're cutting off online, online sales. Of, yeah, online. So Halloweeny.com. And uh, yeah. And, and, and this goes without saying, but kids, if you're coming, don't drink and drive, Yo. or you will end up my client on Monday morning mm-hmm. in the LAX criminal court. That was one of our favorite. I love being uh, chauffeured around in an Uber. <laughs> like, who doesn't like being yes. chauffeured around? You're in your costume. Like, why do you want to like drive and right. park and all that craziness? That was one of our favorite. Remember the photo op we had the year when we dragged the two car crashes. You got us. You got us those DUI yeah. cars. And we brought them into the cemetery. That was cool. And people posed with the car crashes. So like, <laughs> it's kind of like it was Gumby. Yeah. Like Gumby, had, Gumby's <laughs> just like strode across the car and like. All these other characters, and it was great, but at the same time, it was a total PSA moment. Right. And like, don't do this, you idiots. I mean, like, speaking of ghosts, the ghost of the poor person that had cried and died in that crash. <laughs> but look, yeah, it was a very important. It is a very important thing. Do not dry, drink and drive. Do not drink and drive because it is. Yeah. It is about a big party tonight. You will be getting drunk. So yes, yeah, just yeah. Um, you know, have fun and be yeah. responsible. Be, thank you. Be responsible. The subway's not bad. It's right there. Yeah, Use the damn a subway. Subway stop. Oh my god! Right? Parade that costume around. Show it off. I love it. Well, oh, and there is Coat Check. So if you're worried about, you know, 
what to or how where to put your you know your jacket or your coat or your clothes or whatever we do have a coat check there so all right very cool well fred and jason congratulations halloween 13 thank you john so much los angeles i will be there gladiator slave gladiator this is really good of you then you're good at this this is a nice little show i know this is proud of you yeah we're having a great time i knew a heartless lawyer could like be so charming on the microphone i love it i love you john thank you so much for having us out now radio on your HD radio and radio.com. The wonderful, the fantastic Tyler Cassidy in Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Hi, Tyler. Halloween guest. You didn't say that. Yes, you're part of the Halloween, Halloween lineup. Halloween, no, Yes, yes. No. You're one of our most celebrated, iconic gay figures around Halloween. Yeah. Why would that be? I have nothing to do with Halloween. Yeah, I know you said that, but you're all about uh, a cemetery. Yes. You're all about six feet under. And... You're a striking, handsome, tall man. That's all. That's about as gay as you can get. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll take the last one. You know, it is radio. <laughs> okay. You and your family have cemeteries around the country, right? No. No, no. just me. One here in uh, Los Angeles and okay. one up in uh, Marin County. Okay. And you acquired Hollywood Forever Cemetery, but you ended up rebranding and repositioning it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The whole like Cine Cine what is it, Cine Spa? Uh, Cine Spa is nice. I like that. That's actually a good name. Yeah, and that's Cine the Spa. Uh, the showing of movies in the cemetery. That is every Saturday night. We uh, we just showed Halloween last oh. Saturday. Oh, wow. And then uh, we. Uh, we did a little Disney thing for Hocus Pocus. I love it. We played uh, Bette Midler earlier yeah, in the show. Yeah, yeah. They did a, they're doing a, a re, uh, re-release of that, so they did a live taping there. Oh, wait a minute. I saw that. Uh, it was on see, uh, yeah, TV this uh, weekend. Hollywood Forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, uh, historically, cemeteries have been thought of as drab, dreary, awful places where people mourn and cry and bury their dead, and you've completely turned that on its head. Well, we like to think of it more as uh, not necessarily, you say traditionally, but for instance, tomorrow is Día de los Muertos, which is probably about 40,000 guests will arrive. Um, It's free to people who are children or over 65 and all of our property holders, but it's uh, more of a Mexican cemetery tradition. Yes, it is. And that's where, usually on November 2nd, but we do it on the last Saturday of October, people come together to celebrate their ancestors and to welcome the spirits home. So that's our that's our big October event tomorrow. And of course, we all know about this because of Disney's Coco. Coco tells the story of the ofrenda. Right? It does, right. yes. Right, right. Do people build ofrendas at Hollywood Forever? This year we will have over uh, 100 altars that will be built. Oh, my gosh. And then we have, have you ever heard of the Lacer Children's Program? Nope. What is it? That's for underprivileged uh, high school students who don't have arts programs. Um, we've underwritten a program this year for uh, Hollywood students to all do altars and ofrendas for their ancestors, and there'll be an exhibit of uh, 250 of those. Wow. Those are quite sweet. Wow. So yeah. I'm asking all my guests the same question. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you believe I in- deny it. <laughs> question is, do you believe in ghost or a spiritual realm? Yes. And why do you believe that? Well, it's important if you spend, you know, every day almost with 88,000 dead people that you think that they're watching. I mean, <laughs> that they might care, that they'll be upset if you don't mow the lawn. Um, you know, those are kind of my employers. <laughs> you have a lot of Hollywood royalty buried at the cemetery, right? We do. Who's there? We do. Well, I mean, starting with the the greats like uh, Silver Age, uh, Rudolph Valentino, the first great heartthrob. 
Supposedly gay. Yeah, Tyrone Power. Supposedly gay. Judy Garland. Very gay. Married to gays. I'm married gays. Married yeah, gays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's... <laughs> <laughs> and more recently, uh, Johnny... Uh, Johnny Ramone. Ramone, sure. right, is there. Yeah, sure. That's very, very cool. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. I didn't know that. Faye Ray. Faye Ray is buried in yeah, Hollywood Forever sure, Cemetery. Oh. Sure, they're everywhere. Wow. History that... on every corner. Are there tours available for the Hollywood Forever Cemetery? There are... Uh, tours from our resident historian and her name is quite easy to remember you should remember it more it's carrie bible (laughs) (laughs) carry a bible so just look that up and uh she leads tours by appointment wow yeah all right so i'm going to tell one of my favorite ghost stories to tell because it's halloween and because you're here because you're involved i'm involved in the story you're involved in the story okay yes will i remember this i think you might remember parts of it so when you and i first met how long ago was that 15 years ago 50 (laughs) not 50 years ago (laughs) 15 maybe 15 years ago no was it 10 or 12 i don't remember it was it was 15 yeah, about 15 or 16 years ago. Johnny Applegate. You were giving me a tour of the cemetery. Now, you know where I'm going with this, right? Mm, yes, yeah. And we went through that building that I call the Shriners Building. It's like this old Art Deco it's building. The, not Shriners, close. Masons. The Masons. The, the Masonic Mason, Lodge. The Masonic Lodge yes. on the cemetery grounds. Yeah. And I'm walking through, and I see this old ball-headed guy sitting in the throne chair. And I wave, and he doesn't wave back. And then later that morning, I asked you, I said, who was the old guy sitting in the chair? And you said, what old guy? And I described him, and then you pointed a picture out, didn't you? And you said, this guy? He'd been dead for years. Uh, Well, those chairs, actually, there have been, those chairs in the Masonic Lodge that you saw had been moved to the cathedral. And a second came back in and said, into that lo- very lodge around the same time and said, you need to bring those chairs back into the lodge. And I said, how did you know those chairs? And she said, because there's these six old guys yep. pacing in this room on this stage <laughs> and they want your, their chairs back. Oh my God. Didn't you is... go sit on the guy after that? Y- no, I did not do that. I was terrified because oh, I had seen terrified. a ghost. I okay. saw a ghost in your Masonic Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> There is something about the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. If, if you're listening and you haven't been, it is so beautiful. It's been there 100 years? I don't... Uh, 19, 1898. More than 100 years. Yeah, more years. than 100 years. Wow. Yeah. On Santa Monica Boulevard near, uh, what's the cross street? Uh, between Gower and Van Ness. Okay. And uh, the back wall is uh, Paramount Studios. All right. So we're going to be uh, heading out to commercial break, but when we come back... Uh, we're going to continue down this talk about the dead. Oh. I want to hear some of your ghost stories. I have ghost stories, but if you're working in a cemetery, you, own a, you must have some great ghost stories. Don't story. talk to me unless there's a problem. <laughs> you're listening to Out Now Radio on your HD radio and radio.com. Thanks again, Tyler, for coming. Oh, my pleasure. What happened with the lesbian Wicca? Oh, my God. We learned so much. We learned all about crystals and tea reading and accessing uh, the spiritual realm. Your chakras? They talked about chakras, okay. too. Yeah, they, it's amazing. Yeah. Actually, two lesbian women who own all these occult shops in Los Angeles. Seven Usually. of them. Oh, I know them. Panpipes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were great. They uh, own property uh, in Hollywood House, forever. House of Intuition. That's their name. Yeah. House of Intuition. Yeah. Hall of Solomon. So, you have any ghost stories? From, I mean, I would be a, a remiss if I didn't ask you if you have any ghost stories from your cemetery. Do I have any ghost stories? Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, I don't. I mean, it's just it's just every day there. It's just how we work. 
anything unusual or coincidental or circumstantial mm. people causes people's hair on their arms to stand up. I have to admit, I when I went to Hollywood Forever Cemetery, okay, during the daytime you got beautiful peacocks strutting the grounds and you know, it's gorgeous and everything's well tended. But when the sun goes down and it is nighttime there, I am scared of my shadow. You? <laughs> yes. Are scared of your shadow? Yes, really? Yeah. Yes. It's it's just so it's the whole idea about the, you know death. A lot of that is like your imagination. Sometimes your guilt will manifest as a ghost. Oh. Yeah. I, what are you saying, Tyler? I'm just wondering, you know, it could have a, a psychological feel, reasoning behind that. Yeah, it could be. Maybe I should see my therapist about no, this. No, I'm sorry. I, I, You know, I don't have a ghost story. I should have, you know, I, I hear ghost stories, but the ghosts never actually appear, um, never actually appear before me. I, I mean, tomorrow we'll be welcoming, you know, hundreds of thousands of spirits. Right. Whole cemeteries covered in marigolds and altars oh. and candles and alfredras and their favorite alcohol their favorite pandemuerte do you remember all this john yeah i do from can my I own call mexican you culture Juan? actually Juan? you can call me what was Juan? your real name it was Juan Judas Duran if you really see, want to know. see see you, <laughs> you know a little bit about this Dia de los Muertos. yes it's true it's a yeah. big mexican culture holiday i think it's becoming more mexican american culture now yeah very much so yeah it's I, a little I, different it's got more of a heart than uh, halloween and i think what's important is those 40,000 people who are going to be there for yeah. you they believe that they're actually communicating with the spirit Realm. And well, and they are. I mean, if they're standing there with their children or their friends and they're standing before an awful a friend of their ancestors, they are communicating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, many of the the actual cultural belief is that the spirits do return uh, to these altars. They remember the smell of the flowers. They remember the smell of the copal. And that guides them on their journey back for a day with us. Oh wow, that's really beautiful. Yeah, I I, I find it a lot more uh, touching than uh, and spiritual than uh, than Halloween. Yeah, I guess but so. That's just how you and I are. We're kind of opposites, there, aren't we? <laughs> well, All Hallows One. Eve, All Hallows Eve, yes, originally that's a true. Celtic holiday celebrating not only the harvest but the fact that the <sighs> world was going from fall into winter, and the days were starting to get. Shorter. That's true. Shorter. There true. you go. That's the actual that, pagan roots of All Hallows' Eve. Well, and there are Aztec roots to Dito los Muertos, and then the Catholics, as they do, they kind of Catholicized everyone, and they made that All Souls' Day. Yes. Which is right. November 2nd, which is the classic Dito los Muertos' Day. So it sounds like for all time, human culture and, and religion has been looking for some contact into the spiritual realm, into the other places that we all think we hopefully want to go after this journey. Right? Well, and hopefully. Yeah. You don't really have a choice, but you know, you hope you go someplace good if you go anywhere at all. Well, I hope wherever I'm going, it's not you're if, there. It's not if, but when, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> don't, Tyler, yeah, you see? What? Now, all the hair stood up see? on my arm. Just. <laughs> little, it's the truth. We all got to get ready. At at some point, at some point, yeah. don't you want to be remembered? Yeah, I, I one of my I was telling one of my guests uh, before you got here that the only psychic I ever saw told me a very frightening story that I would be remembered, but the price I would pay would be having my heart broken over a thousand times, and that actually happened in I can the think AIDS of, epidemic. I can think, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you were going to say and something. And it's, it's happened after gonna... that in your life many times. <laughs> <laughs> you just, your life is a story yeah, of heartbreak. Let's leave my oh, yeah. love life out of this, I Tyler thought that's Cassidy. why I was here. I'm very confused. <laughs> so you all know at home, Tyler is my AIDS life cycle buddy. We share a tent, although that's actually... 
motels. You can't <laughs> lie on the radio. I know. Can't be fake news, John. We, we do Princess Tour. We, we stay in motels, mattress we, beds. Yes, but we have <laughs> ridden 545 miles for years together yes. as riding partners. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're coming down to the last two minutes of the show Tyler, and uh-huh. I, I want to just talk a bit about... You do this every day? I do this every Friday every from Friday. 12 to 2. Right. And I want to talk a little bit about the bomber <sighs> that was caught today. Yeah, because yeah. the bomber was arrested. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that all over his van, he had pictures of Donald Trump. And he's a true believer in Trumpism. And who would have or could have predicted that, that an actual domestic terrorist would align himself with the politics of Donald Trump? Surprise, Yeah, none of us are surprised. He was even at the rallies. Yep, he was at the rallies. Holding up a CNN sign in his red hat. Yep. So Donald Trump, here is the point. Words matter. Words matter, and when you use your angry rhetoric and your vile, crass, uncultured language, and you attack people on the left, or you attack the media, you attack the judiciary, you attack the FBI, you actually inspire what is actually evil in our society, in our community. And what's not evil in our society and community are LGBT people. As we've heard over the past two hours, we are the high priest and priestesses. We are getting people back in touch with the spiritual realm. We are doing what we are called upon to do. But guess what, Donald Trump? We have a Halloween surprise in store for you, baby, because in 10 days it is election day november 6th and the days of trumpism are in their dying breaths all that evil that you inspire out there is about to be kneecapped by american people rising up and finding strength in their original virtues and principles and values and we're going to deliver you one big blue tsunami wave on november 6th donald trump so i will just leave this show saying happy halloween donald trump lgbt people We are coming for you, baby. Sidebar with John Duran on Out Now Radio on your HD radio and radio.com.